This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Thanks for being with us today. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, and Shamari Block. Just two guys from Vallejo. And yeah, Shamari's mom called him during the break. And yeah, she should have chewed him out <laughs> for throwing her under the bus for how she felt about Steve Young way back when. Why would a, a good son even go there on the radio? I don't know. I thought she handled it very well. And I thought she showed great restraint. <laughs> Them is facts. Great restraint. Them is facts. Those are the facts of the matter, Whitey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I did not. I did not misrepresent Martha's feelings of Steve Young. Okay. In, in, in 1990 to 92, maybe. Uh, we appreciate your participation in the show. 888-957-9570. Uh, give us a call. Shoot us a text. We'll get back to the 49ers in a moment. But you were talking about Shamari. What you would do if you had this time machine. Uh, which I assume you can only use to go back and and undo sports teams' decisions. So somebody on the text line is asking from the 408, do you trade the number two pick? You're going back here. What would you do with that second pick? Would you draft James Wiseman? Would you trade the number two pick for Bradley Beal or John Wall? I mentioned that because the Warriors playing the Wizards uh, this afternoon, although Bradley Beal is is currently unfortunately injured. I mean, if you could have got that, if you could have got, who was that, Mobley? Evan Mobley? Evan Mobley? Like, like, oh, like, with the next year? With the pick that Cleveland used to get? Yeah. No, was, okay, no, I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah. Evan Mobley was the next year pick. No, yeah, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. There was a Evan big Evan Mobley, man. I mean, he would he would be perfect for the Warriors. I think you're Oh, right my God, that. he'd be perfect. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. There, there was talk of trading Wiseman for a big man from, not from the Cavs. That's why I say Evan Mobley, but he's, he, he, he wear, it's a team that wears, anyway. Like, mm. I, I, if I could take that second pick. And get a big man, right? Like, and not even a, not even a Embiid, right, or Carl Anthony Towns, but just get a legitimate seven footer. I do that. Mm. If I jump in the time machine, do that because I feel like if you have that dude on this team right now, you are, you you're, you are a contender. You're a favorite. This team is. This team has one. Well, it has two flaws by my estimation. We're really okay. Let's go three. Wow. One, one, no, one of them really isn't a flaw. It's a, just a philosophical thing that can come back to bite you in the fanny regularly, right? And that's they are a team. They're a jump shooting team, right? And and as as the, if if they're shooting well, they're unbeatable. If they're not shooting well, well, they're having a harder time beating teams if they're not shooting well, right? Now. Exactly, right? So yeah. that, that that's not a flaw, but but it, it's a it's 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 an ideology that that's just whatever. I, I I don't know how I feel about that, right? Um. But but because this, this, you were a bruising center in the sixth grade. Oh, absolutely. Man. Yeah, you used to dominate <laughs> yeah. in the paint. But five, I understand five, five, you, thousand, you couldn't five shoot and you had no handle whatsoever. I only yeah. say that because you told me that. I did. No, hey, listen, man. No, I, no Whitey Gleason, if, if I could shoot and dribble, <laughs> I might have went all the way, man. If I could shoot and I could dribble because the jumping and the running part, I had that. Oh, I had that. Um, But no, no, no. If you um, this team is small. This team is small, and and the other thing is is that this team. See, when people think about having a big man in the paint, they think about they think about going against the Jokic's. Okay, I'm thinking about a big man in the paint for Ja Morant, right? Because that's the other thing is that as somebody like Ja or anybody that has any kind of uh, athleticism can also go in the paint and dominate if you don't have that seven footer. By the way, Ja Morant, I just read this. He is on track to become the first guard. Ever to lead the league in points in the paint. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Wait, Michael Jordan never did that. 
According to what I read, I can double check on it. But back then, you know, part of it is the way centers are used now. And back oh, then, centers true. would score more in the post. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe it was considering. I, I, I don't know. That's what I That's what I saw. That John Moran is on pace to become the first. And by the way, um, he's on pace to become the first guard to lead the league in scoring in the paint. Um, they're playing really well without him. He's got a knee issue. They're going to reevaluate it. They just keep winning Wait, without well, him. Well, but, okay, I don't mean to change the subject. No, no, no. <laughs> But but all good. Well, no, but but the fact that shouldn't every seven footer in the NBA just like shouldn't shouldn't there just big man cards be taken if John Morant leads the league in paints points? No, because now you know everything are so much more than it used to be is on the perimeter anyway. Yeah, so I look at Jokic and they run their offense through him and he can shoot threes and you know look at Porzingis when he was on Dallas he they didn't want him anywhere near the post and he's 72 and they're like we don't know and people go why why don't you put him in the in the in the post I'm like no we don't want him there they had a couple years ago like the most efficient offense in history during the regular season and part of that was having <laughs> their 7 footer nowhere near the paint so that's part of it is just the philosophies that you're discussing have really changed in basketball. Well, no, I'm with the times. I'm hip. I'm happening. I'm young. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm with the times. But just also, you're seven. Like I remember Carl Anthony Towns after he won the three point contest, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, seven footer, one three. That point was contest. like, wow. That there was a time when that that you wouldn't even that was unthinkable. That, no, that's cool. But then yeah. he's like, I want to be known as the best shooting big man ever. Then I'm like, oh. God, come on, come on, man, come That's on. because dude. when you played center in the sixth grade, you couldn't shoot. I, I still can't shoot, but still. <laughs> listen, go, get your shots, but also, you know, be seven I, feet yeah, tall. On the Take text advantage. line, to your point, from the 510, Embiid should be embarrassed. Everybody should be embarrassed. <laughs> if, you, if, if you're 6'10", if you're 6'8", and John Moran, what is he, 6'3"? He's 6'3", he's and he's getting it done in the paint. Get seven footers, and you're sitting out there taking seven three pointers a game. There's also and this. Making two. This is uh, probably a smaller part of it, but it is part of it. When I if if we're in a fast break and I score a layup, that's a point in the paint. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's part of it, and that has nothing to do with you know posting up. So that's part of it too. But that was that was uh I was stunned to see that today. I am I am I am ashamed for every seven footer. <laughs> Everybody. Now, I have everybody. To admit, the I'm website, ashamed. it wasn't like NBA.com, so I do have to I have to double check on that, uh, the veracity of that. But that was um oh, that was very man. interesting. Yeah. Wait, by the way, 707, the, the seat of all knowledge and wisdom. Yes, sir. <laughs> it says um it says uh oh wait, okay, I lost it. Uh okay, where we go? Where we go? We'll find here, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whitey Gleason, Shamari Block with you. 95-7 game. 888-957-9570. Comcast Business Text Line is always open. You can also give us a call. Wait, no. Somebody had something about the... We're getting so many texts. That's what's going on, That is true. That is popping. Wait, wait. So the 510. So you like Dwight Howard, Rudy Gobert, and DeAndre Jordan? Yes. Yeah. I mean, not as the center. Not not as the center of your team, man. But you you need those guys. And, and, you know, Dwight Howard... Listen, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard still got he got a little something left in the tank, man. Now, DeAndre Jordan, I'm out on, right? But right. but Dwight Howard, if they could have got Dwight Howard in the mix, that, that would have been that'd have been good. 925. I'm tired of these finesse bigs. S O F T soft. <laughs> oh man. That's just uh the way the game is played now because the analytics show you that you're better off, you know, uh, three are in the key. Three are in the key, so that's why the mid-range jumper is um, not what it used to be. Well, but 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 it's great it, it, if you're seven feet tall. Keep your seven foot butt in the key. <laughs> that's all I'm but saying. I got Yo, Jaw wants me out of there. Jaw can't get to the basket if I'm standing there going, "Give me the ball, give me the ball." Okay, so right? so it's the, harder for him to get in there. Hey, right, the nine two five Shaq would have murdered all these guys, right? Shaq murdered everyone when he was really Shaq. It was obscene what he used to do to people. People would grab him around both arms to try to foul him, and he would still just go up and dunk it as they flew through space like ragdolls. I mean, that <laughs> happened. I saw that. It oh. was incredible. 
I mean, you 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 were with the Kings for for a good. You were you, you were, were you with the Kings when uh I was when, covering them. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. When, uh, when when we had Divas and Weber. Yeah, and, 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 and going so against, I remember yeah. Jason Williams one time tried to tie him up as he got the ball <laughs> in the basket. Is like that ain't gonna work against the big fella. He was just incredible. Yeah, you, it's a different game. He'd see, struggle I today wonder, in today's I, game. So, well, that's what I was gonna ask you, right? Like Shaq, Shaq's different because he was like four hundred pounds and. And and whatnot, but I'm putting but, him in the pick and roll, right? And then he's got a guard. You know, I'm gonna force him to come out and try to guard Steph Curry. <laughs> Good luck with that. Well, what about Elijah Wan? What about Matumbo? What about these other greats, man? Wilt Chamberlain, man. I feel like Wilt Chamberlain in his prime, he could switch on to a guard. Yeah, yeah, he probably could in Elijah Wan too. Elijah Wan was so good. Yeah, yeah right. I'm, I'm like, I, I just wonder. I wonder again, time machine. Like if I could go get kidnap, the time machine ready, Sterling. If I can go kidnap a, a peak Elijah one and drop him into today's NBA, I, I feel like he dominates. He was such a great athlete. Like he he was yeah. a soccer goalie before he even played oh, basketball. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah. that's really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. He played soccer. I think he was a goalie. He, yeah, but I know he was a, a good soccer player. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, the game has changed. And the Warriors, you know, someone's mentioned uh, how come the Jazz haven't won anything yet. They have a seven-footer. And when the Warriors, when it's working for them, they do a great job of compromising Gobert. It's not uncommon. If you look at the box scores, Warriors play the Jazz and Gobert has big numbers, and the Jazz loses. (laughs) Okay, let's look at the finals. Let's look at last season finals, okay? You got Giannis, who is a seven-footer. And and then he got Aiton, okay? Is he the star of that team? No, but Aiton, Aiton, he's the thing you got to deal with. You 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 got you got um, the Seventy Sixers. They have Embiid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, now the position the Brooklyn is Nets. making a comeback. It's just that the well, guys see, like Embiid and Jokic, they can do things that Bigs didn't used to be able to do. You didn't want them to do, but there are there hasn't been a resurgence uh, at the center position. Well, but. Well, Here's the funny thing, though, right? Is that for a decade straight, Steph Curry, James Harden, Russell Russell Westbrook, uh, Kevin Durant, you had a decade of guards winning the winning the MVP. The last four and possibly probably five MVPs. But Giannis, are be Giannis isn't a center. I mean, he is big, he's but he's big not a man, center though. But yeah. he, he doesn't play like a guard though. I mean, I guess he does. He's a wing, but yeah. you're right. I mean, he is. You're right. I mean, he's legitimate. I'm just saying. I, I don't know the next Durant time we're going to see it. too. Durant, we don't think of that way. But he's yeah, really he is. Well, he's he's tall though, man. He's he's a yeah. He's he's a like he's a. You can blow Durant. <laughs> you can blow Durant away, like you know, like the big bad wolf. Uh, he he's made a straw. Okay. Have you watched any of Gonzaga? I know they're out now. I was wondering what you think of Chet, Chet Holmgren. Holmgren. Yeah. He's seven one, like one hundred ninety five, yeah. yeah. and I could see you know if you had a draft pick, you'd think about taking him. But I was just watching him in the in the, their loss. Who did who do they lose to now? Who they just lost? They just got knocked out. By, oh no, they got oh, it was somebody like. Ooh, I apologize. Wow, really? I just saw the game anyway. Um, I was just thinking, boy, next year in the NBA, he's not going to have a chance. He's going to have to put on a lot of weight. Right? See, but that's the thing though, is that. Is that yeah, he has you, that Arkansas. type of game? Arkansas knocked him. He out. has the type of game to where he could he could be a seven foot wing. Yeah, maybe so. You know, like he's, he he can pass. He can he can you know, shoot a little bit. You know, he's not a liability yeah. shooting the ball. So he can be he can be Durant esque, and and he doesn't. You know, the thing about Porzingis is like everybody thought Porzingis was going to be great because he's seven three and he could shoot, but he he wasn't much of a ball handler, and he never was. And if you and that's a, to me. It's not about shooting at seven foot. It's like, can you handle the ball at seven foot? If you can handle the ball at seven foot, you're a threat. Seat of all knowledge and wisdom, seven oh seven gives us this. Come winning time, the Warriors expose bigs more than they get exposed over the course of a series. That historically has been true. That's been one of the keys to their success. However, even with their really good teams, championship teams, they had somebody. They had Bogut. They had Zaza. They had someone, and right now they don't even have that option. This other roster, thing, they other don't thing, have that option. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this, okay? Because everybody say thinks it. back to 2017. You're not going to insult your mother again, are you? I'm not. Okay, not you know, maybe next say segment. It. Everybody thinks <laughs> no, back to 2017. No. <laughs> everybody thinks back to 2017 and 2018 when the Warriors kind of just lollygagged through the regular season 
And then the playoffs come and they turn it on and, and they flip a switch and then they dominate. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because they they don't they that's they don't have Kevin Durant. <laughs> like you don't that's have a, Durant. Really a great point. Seriously. I mean, that's an amazing point that I think we forget around here. Yeah, he's, it's like really like it wasn't the Warriors that just turned it on. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, guess what? We have Kevin Durant. You know, it, it's like uh the Princess Bride. It's like, why are you smiling? It's like, oh, I'm not left-handed, okay? I like know the something Warriors. you don't know. Yeah, it's I'm not, not left-handed. Yeah, right? The yeah. Warriors like, well, we have Kevin Durant. So it's good. And you have Curry? <laughs> sure. And Draymond and Clay, and yeah, but but these dudes, they are really, really good. But that does, but that it's not automatic, man. The playoffs isn't magical Warriors time, okay? It isn't, and they are what they've been this season. And are they the the guys that have won what? What are they like? Below five hundred in their last ten or something like that? Is that them? No, I think they're, they're five also, and five. Yeah, something. They, check, they, yeah. They're, they're lurking around five hundred, yeah. and yeah. that's that's not that's not a playoff team. Um, they're also not eighteen and two. Somewhere in between that, that's who they are. And and but who they, they are is in flux right now because it depends when Steph coming back, how healthy is he going to be? When's Draymond going to recover? There's just a lot of moving parts, so we don't even know what they're going to be. There are reasons for optimism. Um, by the way, what you just mentioned, the Princess Bride. I know something you don't know. I'm not left-handed. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, speaking of basketball, if you have a chance, if you haven't seen this. 1986, I think it was, the Celtics were wrapping up a road trip and they're playing in Portland. Or maybe they had like one more game after that. And Larry Bird tells his teammates, have you ever heard of this? He says, I'm going to play left-handed tonight. Oh, and you go look yes. it up. And he scores like 35 points and he yeah. pretty much does. And it's like, oh my goodness. It's incredible. Yeah, no, man. I can barely brush my teeth left-handed. Right. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I once uh I once hurt my right arm and then I had to I had to like uh bartend and serve left handed. I managed to do that, but it took it took me a second. Yeah, yeah. Especially especially carrying a tray. Like you and here's the thing this is the thing about doing things left handed, uh, you know, in case you haven't tried this, okay? It's not your hand, it's your feet. Ah, oh, interesting. Right? Because yeah. I, I can you can write with your left and the writing, that's a different thing. But if, if you try to throw a football left handed or a baseball left handed, it's not what your hands or your arm does. It's what your feet does. I am a pretty good switch hitter in wiffle ball because you got to be in wiffle ball. The way that ball curves, you got to be able to switch it. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like, what, what, are, what are my feet doing? You know, yeah, and that, that's where I struggle with it. 888-957-9570. Bobby joins us from Oakland, 95.7 The Game. Bobby, thanks for hanging on. What's on your mind? Hey, good discussion, fellas, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, it hits me right at the core because, you know, I come from the old school where big men just dominated, right? And you know, I, I do a little scouting. I go down to Fab 48 and Adidas and uh, mm-hmm. guys in Vegas. What's happening is big men <laughs> are a little bit, I don't want to say that you use the word confused, but what they're seeing is a, is a lot of dribbling going on the outside. Hey, I need to make myself available on the three-point level to even get some action here. So their focus is getting away from being the big man that is dominant in the center away from what we used to. Now, there's one guy I really like in college right now, Mark Williams. Uh, I know he's not going to be like the number one, number two, number three, but I'll tell you, after Jabari Smith, if I'm on any team, I would try to grab him because he has that focus. He sets screens. He rolls to the bucket. He's, he's aggressive on the inside, and you need that to win a championship. So I just hope these, college, these coaches in the NBA, which is hard to do because the, the players run the league, right, to find a way to kind of get the focus. The real big men in the league are like the Loonies and, and, and Draymonds. They're the real big men of the league, which is sad to say. But if we can get more guys like Mark Williams who are going to come to the league, I think he's going to make an impact. I think that's what's happening in this league right now. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate that. As you're talking, and I'll, I'll look up Mark Williams, um, I'm reminded of a guy that played in the league fairly recently and was a really good low-post player and put up some big numbers for teams, wasn't a superstar or anything. Al Jefferson. Remember Al Jefferson? Al Jefferson had really good low post moves and footwork and drop step. And a guy like Al Jefferson now, it's like, we just don't have a spot for you in the league. We just, <laughs> that's not what we do anymore. It's really changed. Well, but that – it the crazy thing is, is that that could work. That's a part to, that's a part to me that's ridiculous. You. you go ahead and feed your big guy – and I will shoot threes. I will bring him out on the perimeter, and we will make threes to every one of your twos, and we will kill you. 
So you better get your time machine back to 1982. <laughs> then maybe you got a chance. Well, see, but that's great. Good, good luck shooting better than 33% from the three-point line as a team for, for four out of seven games. But everybody does that now, and it's a great point. But everybody shoots. You look at the NBA three-point percentages team-wise, and you look at who's worst in the league, and I don't think Washington's down there, but they're not worst in the league. It's like – even the worst teams now are making a lot, taking and making a lot of threes. It's really changed. Thirty-three percent as a team, because that's because thirty-three percent, right? That's the that's the the line of like the break-even. Yeah, point right. Yeah, and yeah. if okay, if teams are doing that, well, then goodness gracious, I don't. Well, well then I, I I guess we're good. But yeah, no, man, that's yeah. Especially if you're trying to close out a team, like if you have a big lead, for instance. Okay, you're up, you're up twenty points. The one thing I feel like the Warriors do, which this is the way they play, they'll be up 20, and then they're going and taking heat check three after heat check three, right? Mm -hmm. And then the lead disappears. And if you had a big man that you can throw it to, okay, let's throw it. If he gets one foot in the paint, if he catches the ball at one foot in the paint, he's dunking. That's Wiseman. Anywhere in the paint, if he has a ball, he can literally dunk, okay? If you have that dude, you can go down there, you can get you some some easy buckets with the lead and, and not, you know, not Go cold, right? You get cold, you lose leads. That happens way too often. Sterling just looked it up. Thank you, Sterling. So you're looking, you got 30 teams in the NBA. All the teams ranked for three-point percentage as a team. At the bottom is Oklahoma City. They're at 31.9. That's the worst in the league. Detroit, 32.5. And then Orlando's 28th, and they're at 33. So everybody else, yeah, everybody else is above that. And at the top... You got Miami as a team. They're at thirty-seven point two. Chicago thirty-seven point one as a team. So it's I mean it's just it's night and day from what Way. we used to have when teams. There, you know there was a time when teams you shot a three pointers like what are you doing? You have to go to the bench. We don't shoot Wait, threes. So, it's a so, bad shot. So do the Miami Heat as a team are they shooting better than Steph Curry this season? As a team, because that's crazy. I because I think I, I know he I know he was at thirty eight, which is low for Steph Curry, but high for I think Premier he's Mortals. still ahead of them. But it's he's a, still yeah. ahead of them. I'm just curious. Uh, well, yeah. that's a fair question here. Uh, let's look up Steph. So Miami is what did I say for Miami from three? Thirty seven point one, I believe. Yeah, yeah. he's thirty eight. So he's okay. All right. Yeah, he's thirty eight. So the six five isn't that remarkable. Yeah, no, the, the like the the Miami Heat are basically Steph Curry. That's crazy. <laughs> Except Steph gets along with his coaches, and we saw what happened with Miami Heat. Oh, man. Even if Wiseman is healthy and good to go next season, the Warriors need to sign another big in addition to Looney. That's Jen in 650. The other part of that, I know I've said this over and over. You think they need a third big? Um, Well, it'd just be nice to have another big, especially Mm -hmm. given Wiseman the questions about his health. But they tried. Um, they they were after I think Isaiah Hartenstein and you know you can't just go out and get these free agents they if they don't want to play for you then you don't get them so they did try and Bob Myers again on with Willard and Dibbs and you can find the uh, interview on our website a very interesting interview he kind of said look if we'd have known that Draymond was going to be out as long as he was and Wiseman was going to be out as long as he was would we do it differently uh, maybe so to me he's saying yeah we would have gone somebody if we'd known the situation we'd be in. All right, we we got to get back to Trey Lance. We started talking about Trey Lance, and then all the center talk took over, which is awesome. We appreciate that, 888-957-9570. But, yeah, yesterday, uh, the anniversary of the Trey Lance trade, so what's next for him? And what is the 49ers' biggest issue right now? had nothing to do with the quarterback. That's next. Whitey Gleason, Chamari Block, 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Oh, Pearl Jam, right, Sterling? Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Happy Sunday. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, Shamari Block, two guys from Vallejo here on 95.7 The Game, getting ready for Warriors Live this afternoon. I'll be joining John Dickinson for that at 1.30 today with the Warriors taking on the Washington Wizards. Did you see what happened, Shamari, last night uh, between the Raptors and the Pacers? They had a game that was delayed for... I think it was about 70 minutes because there was a speaker over the stands that was on fire. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't see the footage or anything. <laughs> That's great. I, and, and did, here's the thing that I don't know. Did people go back in? Like, yeah, I think, they, I, think they, I think they did. I know they finished the game. I'm assuming well, I'm they sure let that, people the, back the athletes, in. The, the players. But like, yeah. I don't know, man. If you're sitting there at Chase Center and you're looking up at a flame speaker, it's right over your head. When, when they say, hey, everybody, it's safe to come back in. Or, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going back in there. I'm yeah. sitting in Momo's watching the rest of the I'm game. Getting, man. You know, yeah. by that time, it's third quarter, so I'd probably have, you know, a big soda cup, and it probably just had the ice and, you know, melted in there. So I, I would have just been, whoosh, I'd have been putting that out myself, right? Because oh, I don't want man. a 70-minute delay. You don't. Yeah. Well, see, but that's the thing. Beyond the 70-minute delay, which again, you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm out of here, right? I'm. I'm it was I'm a one-sided game too. But but even but I'm not going back into a a, a, a flaming arena. <laughs> it was right? just a speaker. It wasn't the whole arena. I don't know. It, 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 it depends it, how much you paid. Right? There's also well, right if you're courtside. Oh, okay. So wait. So so you know what? No. So recently, last Warriors game I went to, not the last one, second to last one I went to, uh, I had that that awesome courtside experience where. You get the food and the boot, and this is included in the back, in like this little back room. And then, like, I was like four rows from the floor, like all this kind of Ooh. epic stuff. If, if, if I'm there, I'm going back. Like, if, if for no other reason why, yeah, I yeah, but for the free drinks and the free food. Free? <laughs> wow. Free. It was included in the prize ticket. It, it, it was this epic thing. Yeah, my, my homeboy was his birthday, and his lady, she had some kind of hookup. And Were you we, there by E40? No, no, oh. E forty. E- he was still like about three or four, about four rows up because he he's right on the floor, right? Did you tell him you're from Vallejo? I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I could. I, I'm a loud voice, why I couldn't scream that loud. <laughs> I could not scream that loud. Like we we need to get forty. We 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 haven't done many shows together lately, which is like a bummer. But like, if we know we're gonna do a show together in advance, at some point, we need to reach out to. Not not, not like he's gonna answer either of our calls. We need to have some. We need to have some E forty come on and like yeah. and also get, 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 yeah. join this Vallejo triumvirate thing. Yeah, yeah. we got to get CC on. We, we'll see CC. Got to have see, a whole Vallejo show. Wait, we got to do thing. it from Vallejo. Here's the funny thing. Like, oh, wait, wait. From where, where do we do this? From Corbis Field? Sure. <laughs> like, sure. We right on I still Field. think Sacks Tasty Hot Dogs, but whatever. Ooh, yeah. Sacks. Like, like Coles yesterday. Coles was at Freedom's Appliances, yeah, right? Yeah, we, 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 yeah. Could, we could freak something like that at Saks or Bud's Burgers or, uh, oh, yeah. or, or or the parking lot of Discovery. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's probably very doable. Oh yeah, yeah we'll do it. Um, but but no, man. And we have to play golf that day too. Down for that also. Yeah, yeah. and I'm still I'm, I'm gonna. So I I told you I told you uh, before the show right like I've been I've been meaning to take up golf for like a decade. <laughs> And I'm really, I'm really, I think this is the year where I'm like, okay, I'm at a point in life where like I'm not going to be playing pickup basketball or anything like that, like super athletic. So this will be my thing to do to go on a, you know, on a Saturday. And I'm thinking I'm finally going to, and I'm going to start easy. I'm going to start light. I'm going to start at the driving range and, and shank a bunch of balls and curse and throw the club down there before I start doing that on actual golf course. Golf's easy. You'll have no problems. (laughs) 
So they say. So they say. It's so hard. No, man. It's like whatever the most difficult language to learn is, maybe Chinese, Japanese. I think those are among the most English. difficult. English. Why do you English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, fun, you're English. Fact. Yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, yeah. we speak English or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. But what I understand... English is the most difficult language to learn. It makes no sense. Golf's way harder, is my point. <laughs> way, way harder. It's one of those things where if you put a ball in front of somebody and give them a club and say, all right, go ahead, do what comes naturally to you, almost everything they're going to do is wrong. It's like, no, that's not how you do it. Because <laughs> the game is just so counterintuitive. It's really hard. But it, I'm, I'm not very good, but I'd love to play with you sometime. I would, that yeah, would wait. So, and yeah. we, we, can go to, uh, we can go to Blue Rock Blue Rock Golf Course. Blue Rock Springs, oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now, yesterday was a big anniversary around here for 49er fans because it was one year ago yesterday, and Kyle Madsen had this at uh, Niners Wire. So thanks to Kyle Madsen for the tip here. One year ago today, the 49ers sent their 2021, 2022, 2023 first-round picks along with a 2022 compensatory third-round selection to Miami for the number three pick in the draft, which, of course, they used to select Trey Lance. Happy anniversary yesterday, the deal for the draft pick that uh, brought them Trey Lance. And you know what the fuck? That day... That day, I remember that day. I remember, you know, like I was on with Kyle, I feel like. Or I was on with Kyle within a day or two of this trade happening, and we're excited. We're yeah. juiced. We're like, we're going to get a quarterback. Jimmy G is going to be gone. They're going to trade him <laughs> because that's logical. And then then the preceding 365 days played out. Man. And, and here's what I'm curious about, okay? Because remember this, at that time, the draft hadn't happened yet, so right. this was just a right. okay. Well, they 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 have they have uh, traded up to draft a quarterback. They like uh, they're supposed to be Fields or Mac Jones or, or Lance, Trey right? Lance, We're supposed right? to be the three guys that they supposedly made the trade because they knew they'd get one of those three. That's insane. I I, I I don't believe that, and if that's true, that was stupid. Um, it's so, probably like all things that teams let you know. It's probably like. Well, 60% true, something like that. So one well, I think year, there's some truth to it. So one year to the day, okay? One year to the day of the trade to draft Lance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they drafted Lance. They didn't take Mac Jones, which that was that was great. Not with a third over. I would have liked to be 15 or 12, not, not at three, right? They didn't take Jones. They kept Jimmy G. They went to an NFC Championship game. Lance got two starts. He played... Something like eight quarter or ten quarters of football. Won a game and in. then almost won the other game. He went yeah. one and one. Yeah. The, the Niners wound up in the in the NFC Championship game. They lost to the Rams. Jimmy G gets hurt. He's still on the roster and he's not tradable. Okay, so 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 that's the last year. That's the last three hundred sixty five days. How would you grade this trade? Now we we don't know what Trey Lance is going to be, right? But but how would you grade the first year? Of uh, uh, of this deal, of the deal, uh, yes. all things considered, I'd still go solid B plus. Yeah, because they're set up now. They have a quarterback that they like a lot. So much of what happens in the NFL, you see teams going through it now. Sometimes it happens because you're wrong about a guy, and that could still happen. But teams are looking for that quarterback, even if the 49ers had not made that trade. Let's say they hadn't made that trade, and they'd use those picks for. You know, members of the secondary or offensive linemen, which you could say, yeah, maybe they should have done that. You'd still be in the same situation, right? Where you'd be, who's our next quarterback going to be? So now you're set up. In theory, you've got a guy you love, a guy who's already shown you he can do all the things that you drafted him for. Maybe he can't do them all at once. Maybe he can't do them as well as you thought, but he can do those things. And he's there. And you didn't have to throw away a season to get him. So, yeah, with Jimmy, it's unfortunate. It's clear to me that he, you know, and I think you alluded to it, Jamari, he's hurt. They can't trade him because he's hurt. Oh, well, that happens. They may have to release him. Maybe they get nothing for him. Um, but I think all in all, they have to feel pretty good about the whole thing still, even though they haven't been able to trade Jimmy G. I feel like the the I feel like the Jimmy G situation, I feel like that that's that they botched that. They botched that aspect How of did, it. What did they do wrong? What should they have done that they didn't do? Okay, so last season, first things first, first things first. I remember Mike Florio in particular reporting over and over and again. And he hates uh, Garoppolo and the 49ers, by the way. That, well, 
okay, well, he's not alone. You and he hate Garoppolo. I do not hate Garoppolo. I, I just hate the fact that he's still on this team. It's a difference. I, I like Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo, the guy. It's Woody Gleason and Shamari Florio with you. I love the I love the Subway commercial where he's like, just like my Nona used to make. I, I, everything Jimmy G not involved with him being on this team. I dig. No, no, no. So you got you got Jimmy Garoppolo still on this team. Mike Florio reported that Jimmy G was going to get traded, not because he had any kind of insight, but because that was the logical thing to do. They wanted to. There's no question they wanted to trade him, and they haven't been able to. Well, but they should have traded him last season when he had value. I remember reports coming out of, uh, oh, and I forget the guy's name. It's sure Mike or something like that. I'm going to look it up. But a reporter for the Boston Globe, I believe, like that covered the, the Pats, said multiple of times that the Pats were willing to give up a second-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo last year. I don't they think there's him. any way that if you'd done that, that last year you would have gotten as far as you got with Trey Lance. Maybe I'm wrong, but okay, Trey but Lance we, playing, would you have gotten to the NFC Championship game? I don't believe that for a second. Well, but you didn't go to the Super Bowl. So if you don't get to the Super Bowl – then getting to going out in the first round of playoffs and losing in the NFC Championship game, it's a wash. It's the same outcome. I understand your point, but I I, I disagree. You had a chance to get to the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I'll ask you this. And you had a lead in the fourth quarter, and I don't think you would have gotten that far with Trey. I think you can get further with Trey next year and beyond, but last year, no. I don't think that's real. Okay, Whitey, so so would you take – would you take – would you take an NFC championship? Do I have to get back in your time machine again? Oh, yes. This involves time travel. That yes, thing it looks does. rickety like some of those rides at the Solano <laughs> County Fair that I used to go on at the it's, fairgrounds. It's a, it, it is a Vallejo time machine, yeah. <laughs> I love it's, it's, it's made, it, it, it's a, instead of being a, a converted DeLorean, it's a converted box chev, okay? Okay. Um, no, man, so you get back in the time machine, and, I, and I'll tell you, you have two options, okay? You can have the outcome you have now, uh, go to the NFC title game and lose – and have Jimmy G on the roster and not be able to do anything with them, including which I don't have to salary. get in the time machine for that. I can just you know, okay. Yeah. If I told you you can get back in the time machine and you can have, and the outcome would be instead. Now, after time travel factored yeah. into this, right, right, right. Today, you would have Trey Lance started the whole season. They traded Jimmy Garoppolo, and this year you have you're going to have two second round picks. You're going to have the Pat second round pick, and. And you lost in the first round of playoffs to the Arizona Cardinals, right? Like, would you would you would you not take that second round pick right now? Two second round picks would be nice. I don't know that you could have gotten that. Well, no, no, you're, saying, gonna, you're saying it was yeah. reported that they could have. Um, yeah, with hindsight, sure, that sounds like a better deal. But you didn't have that luxury. But, but, I understand but, your point. Well, but here's the other part: is that you had a Kyle, you were this Kyle close to the Super Bowl, a ten point lead in the fourth quarter. And I know you Jimmy is part of the reason, the yeah, why you didn't get there. But he, that's because he couldn't throw. <sighs> yeah, but I just, I don't, I feel that it was, I feel that it was foolish to think you were winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback. Well, and, and that's they, the other thing. Why at the you beginning of the season, with Trey Lance last year was well, not on the table. Exactly, but that's my point. Is that either way you weren't winning the Super Bowl? So go with the one that gets you a, ra- a second round draft pick in this draft. And gets your young young signal callers some experience. Hmm. That that gets you further this season than what they did. Now what they did, yeah, they got you further last season. I apologize. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Mike and Marin on ninety five seven. The game. Mike, happy anniversary yesterday of the Trey Lance trade. How you doing? Oh, it's a great anniversary because we got Trey Lance. You know, that's a great pick for us. But I don't think it's so good. You know, sometimes I think it's better for Miami to have all their picks. You know, you got. That, I think that's Dave in Alameda. See, what he did there is he started <laughs> Mike and Marin. He started out okay, and then he realized they're going to know who I am, and so he started going to his southern voice, and that's like <laughs> he, he, needs, he needs to brush up. Yeah, I, he needs I appreciate to brush up on that. Yeah, I appreciate the, yeah. Uh, the effort, man. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Yeah, if you don't, if you if you <laughs> you if you're not a quitter, if you're not a quitter, you're a just, winner in Shamari Block's just, book. Okay, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Dave, and, just say hey, it's Dave in Alameda. You know, just and then, yeah. Well, as long as you're not going to say the same things you always say about it, Lamelo Ball, yeah. Well, it's on. There's no, but it's, if you're going to try to trick us into thinking you're some guy from Miami or something, come on, <laughs> we're all better than that, right, Shamari? We're well, all better you, than that. Whitey is better than that, and and I and I am with Whitey, so I am better than that by proxy. <laughs> okay, and the 49ers are going to be better. 
uh, because they made this trade. Jimmy Garoppolo is not traded yet. I know some people are. I'm not. I don't know how you feel about it. If you do feel this way, I'm not ridiculing you. But I know some people have been, you know, gnashing their teeth, pulling their hair out. It's just you can't trade him right now because he's hurt. But I, I think you end up saving like 18 mil if you cut him. You just don't get anything for him. They're gonna try to trade him. But I could see if I'm another team, and I said this all along. The 49ers already said they don't really like him, and he's hurt. Um, he's not a top-level quarterback. If I get him now, I got to give you something I don't want to give you in terms of draft capital, something, and I got to pay him all this money. So if I had any interest in Garoppolo, why wouldn't I just wait? That's always made the most sense to me, so I'm not surprised they're not going to get much for him. Well, but that's my point is that last season, but I needed you, him he, last was, year. he was valuable. He was way like, – like, I remember people being like, oh, they're going to they're gonna keep Jimmy this season. He's going to be spectacular, and then they're going to get a first-round pick for him next season. And I'm like – no, because he's not spectacular. So he's not going to play spectacularly. And, and and next season, he's only going to have one year left on that contract. So even if they do hold on I think to him, they, I, I, you can have Jimmy Garoppolo in 2023. I think they handled it well. I really do. I understand your point. Obviously, when they made that, they didn't know how it was going to work out. But all that said, they came very close to getting back to the Super Bowl this year. Very and, clear. And, and, and you know that's true. Well, no, Ten as well lead as, in the fourth quarter. As well as he played in the Rams game, for, for uh, as well as he played for three quarters of the Rams game, okay? That victory against Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. That was that deep that was Debo Samuel and Talano Hafunga. And he That's fine. He literally I could I could have quarterbacked that game. And and that it was first snowing. Playoff, it was there was a blizzard. It wasn't a blizzard. But those were not ideal conditions. Again, for someone with a detached ligament in his thumb and a sprained shoulder. Whitey. Again, the Rams game, the NFC Championship lost to the Rams. He played well for most of that game. He um, missed some throws. The, the previous two games, he was horrible. He was, he was, he, he, I, I, okay, so I, I had the stat in my head before it's lost because I've had other stats get in place here. But, but in the playoffs this season, Jimmy Garoppolo threw, I, I feel like he threw twice as many, as many interceptions as touchdowns. Like well, that, you may that. be right, but I'm not willing to go with I feel like, All right. right? I mean, because we can look, I'm that look up. this and up. Maybe you're right. But I'm not going to concede the I point gonna, based on. I am going to look Even this though you're up. from Vallejo and everything. On, <laughs> the, the, the I seat, feel like. The seat of all knowledge and wisdom, Whitey. Can, I, I, wait, by the way, last week I, I was reading the Comcast Business Text line. I was on with Dan. And, <laughs> and then, I, I, like, as Whitey Gleason says, the 707, the seat of all, not the. the, the, the like, I could not get that. <laughs> I couldn't get that phrase out of my mouth for some reason. Oh, that's all right. And I'm like, it's because it's Whitey's thing, man. That's right. No, like, it's I our thing. thing. It's our thing. Yeah, you're from Vallejo, or you're from the 707. You know what I'm talking about. I think their biggest issue right now, mm-hmm. Jimmy G, and whether they're going to trade him or not, and is Trey Lance ready? I don't know why where that came from. I mean, I guess there's always a question when you have a young quarterback. Is he ready? Huh? He showed last year. I think he's if he's not ready, he's close to it. And there's every reason to think he will be. But that's not the issue. Jimmy G's not the issue. To me, going forward, the issue is the offensive line. Especially because you have a young quarterback. One thing that Jimmy has done well, I think, no matter how we feel about him, you and I kind of disagree on him. Uh, You know, I know he's not like a Hall of Fame or anything. I think we can agree that when he's at his best, he gets the ball out. And Trey Lance is probably not going to be that same type of player. For one reason, because he's learned the longer I hold on to the ball, the better my chance of making something happen downfield or with my legs. So I think it's going to be even more of an issue if they're not able to shore up the offensive line having a young quarterback back there. And I'm concerned when you look at the names that right now, I know it's only March, but the names that are what you'd pencil in now uh, to start along the offensive line, it's a little concerning. Yeah. I mean, and and, and they, they let Lincoln Tomlinson go. And that dude, listen – Trent Williams has came out multiple times and been like, hey, this dude kind of makes this thing work. And, really and, and I remember when they got again, him, too, and it was like, who? Let, oh, right. that guy was supposed to be good. He's terrible. He, he fell off. He, really he was good. a first-round yeah. bust. Yeah. But but the rest of the line, the Alex Mack, I don't know if, I don't know if Alex Mack comes back. I, you, you know Daniel Brunskill's coming back and McGlinchey's coming back. And that that's not reassuring, right? And then you got Aaron Banks. Right. Who I'm I'm gonna say this right now. 
Aaron Banks, local kid, local dude from the Bay, um, big body dude. I, I, when they drafted him, the Bob McKittrick lighter, the Bob McKittrick and the Kyle Shanahan and the Mike Shanahan smaller, more mobile interior lineman, he wasn't that. He's, He's not, not that. Yeah. He's not and that. I remember remember Joshua Garnett, who was drafted before Kyle sure. Shanahan took over. That was a Chip Kelly pick, right? Yeah. And Josh Garnett, big body dude that didn't move, wasn't fleet of foot. And, the, and he got cut. Almost right away, because like this guy doesn't fit what we do, and then it's like, oh, well, this guy's basically Joshua Garnett, and, and here goes, and here's where I'm going though. A second round guard is like a top ten tackle, a top five quarterback. A guard guards usually aren't drafted until the third or fourth round. A guard that's drafted in the in the in the second round should be a day one starter. A guard that's drafted in the first round should be a Hall he of Famer. Played at all, <laughs> right? Yeah, five snaps or something. And I'm not if going that, to apply. I'm not going to apply bus status to a rookie who didn't get a chance to play. But if I was going to call anybody a bus, it's a guard that didn't, who wasn't better than Daniel freaking Brunskill out of the box. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Brunskill, he, he's a backup. He is, and he has thrived as a backup. He's not a starter. He's not a starter. Yes, he started. He's starting today, and if he's starting on your team, you're in trouble. And the fact that he wasn't better out of the box than Daniel Brunskill, that's concerning. Mm-hmm. I, that's, I'm concerned about this. That was, and Trey Sermon, another high draft pick that was. Yeah. 888-957-9570. Let's talk to Gene in Palo Alto on 95.7 The Game. How are you, Gene? How's your Sunday going? Uh, it's going pretty good. I got. I'm working. I work every day, <laughs> but it's going good. Good. And I wanted to speak to you guys. Uh, you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago that nobody likes Jimmy Garoppolo. The team, and you couldn't be more wrong about that. They've already, every player, every staff member, every coach loves Jimmy Garoppolo. And I made a bet on the line with Matt Steinmetz. I said, we at the Mariposa Yacht Club have put together $10,000. And if he wants to belly up, and put up $10,000, we will bet him, and the winner takes the, the, the money. And the, the, the bet goes like this. They don't, there's something wrong with uh, Trey Lance, and that's why the 49ers didn't play him last year. There's something he can't figure out the offense. My, my point is this. I think that uh, Trey Lance is going to last about four games, and then he's going to get injured. And then we will have no quarterback. And all you guys can do is talk about getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd say keep him, get him to dr- drop his his, uh, his price and keep him because he got us to the Super Bowl twice and to, to the uh, – or once and once. to the Close. NFC Championships yeah. twice. All right, thanks, Gene. Appreciate that. I – See, see, this is the this, I, is, this is the thing that's kind of Trey Lance was a rookie, and they won't you, you don't get very far with a rookie quarterback, and so they didn't trade him. They had Garoppolo. I don't think that's a sign necessarily that there's something wrong with Trey Lance. I don't have ten thousand, but I'll bet him ten bucks if he's wrong. <laughs> right? Do you yeah, want any of that, Shamari? I'll, I'll take ten to ten thousand. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that uh, one thousand to one odds. Yeah, I'll, I'll, thank I'll you take for that. calling, Gene. <laughs> yeah. But I. Yeah, and if you kept Garoppolo, I, there's some upside there. It'd be nice to have Jimmy to rely on, but he didn't want to stay here, and that would cause so much uh, turmoil also, for him. Also, everybody he has doesn't a, want to be here. Everybody, everybody has this idea that you can restructure Jimmy Garoppolo's contract. Jimmy Garoppolo has zero incentive to restructure that contract because here's here's what happens. Oh, you want me to take less money to back up Trey Lance? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, let's do that. But also, also. You can pay him twenty five million, or you can cut him, and he can go somewhere else and get twenty million. So, 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 to plan for ten, that'd be stupid because on the open market, he's worth more than ten. He's worth more than that. But also, that's what the, that's what the Niners need to pay him in order to make this worth it. That mm-hmm. he, he, it's not like he can't. Oh, you can't cut him from twenty five to twenty, and then have the cap room to pay Debo. And to pay Bosa, and you already lost. You already lost uh, 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 Lake and Thomason. You already lost DJ Jones, and, and who, I don't know who else you're going to lose. Jaquaski Tart out the door, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so th- let me just say, let me just say this. Though. Let me say this about my man in, in uh, at the yacht club here. Okay, I'm going I'm to say this. I don't know 
how good Trey Lance is, and I don't know how good he's going to be. But but he's already going to be the quarterback of a crappier team than the one that Jimmy Garoppolo quarterbacked last season. You, 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 lose, you lose your starting. You lose a starting safety. You lose a the you lose the number one according to Pro Football Focus the best run defender in all of the NFL. DJ Jones was graded by Pro Football Focus best run defender. You lose a highly rated left guard, and you're replacing him with the question mark. I got a standout corner though that I acquired from the Chiefs and you do Traverius Traver- Ward. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, and, yeah. and that's that's a huge upgrade over Josh Norman. <laughs> and I got time to address my offensive line. But I agree with you. You look at that right now, it's like, oh, it's a little scary. It is, man. And and so so if whatever happens this season, whatever happens this season, it, it's it's going to be tricky to make a direct comparison to Jimmy G going to two Super Bowls. Because listen, this is the thing. This is the thing about Jimmy Garoppolo that, that just – and it's here's my thing. I am not a Jimmy. I don't dislike Jimmy Garoppolo, but I the Jimmy, the belief in Jimmy Garoppolo that people have. It's just Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown four touchdowns and six picks in his entire playoff career. Okay, I, I don't care. I don't is care what, what the feel or is that confirmed. I'm looking at this on ESPN okay. right now. All right, fair enough. I, wait, no, I thought I thought it was two to one, but it's still two more than yeah. than touchdowns. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now in 2022 in contemporary NFL, if you throw more touchdowns than interceptions, you suck, and that, that that's just it. And I don't even say he sucks, but I'm saying his playoff record, the, the winning the winning and his contribution to it are ne- I don't want to say negligible. I got the word coming up when we get back. All right. I look forward to that. Also coming up, uh, the manager of the Dodgers just said, what? He said, he said, he said, what? That's next here. It's Whitey Gleason, Shamari Block with you, 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 